any other day of the week, I'd ask myself, where do we begin? But today, I know. We don't need the question this week, because I know. You know where we're starting? With introductions. My name is Wayne Radio TV. I am Trog. I am known to be Log. I'm Balp. And I'm Gur. But where we go from there, I do not know. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Where Do We Begin? Uh, we are here to have a fantastic time. It's a, uh, it is a cold, cold Saturday. Hey, actually, hold on. I'm going to interrupt you. Uh, Balp, whenever you're editing this, uh, whenever we're doing our introductions, can you put in, like, the Dragon Ball Z in one piece, like, sound effects whenever we announce our names? Sure. Because <laughs> we had some good pauses there. I think, I think we could do it. Okay. The glory of editing is that you can create pauses whenever you want. Yeah. No. But. It's a forbidden technique. We naturally created the perfect pauses for those sound effects. So okay. let's, just, let's, just, let's just bite the bullet. I don't even know what sound effect you're talking about. You know, well, I can't, I can't make it with my mouth. What's your favorite sound effect? Hmm. What's the best sound effect? I, you know, I feel like it changes depending on the day, but. I like a good old-fashioned Hanna-Barbera cartoon character running away sound effect, you know, where they're like, their legs yeah. are, their their legs are probably like a cloud of dust, and it's playing yeah. that kind of like, and then they like, and they go, like they zoom off. Yeah. Like that. I think I'm partial to the Ed and sumo sound effect. Oh, that's a good one. Mine's like a top five rather than a single, like, well, then what's number one? No, you gotta pick one. It's not what I asked. Not what I asked. I don't have a single one, number one. But you just said it that there's a top five, so what's the top one? It's like a tier list. It's like five of them are tied for number one. All right, then well, pick one of those. There's gotta be one. Yeah, pick one. Just one? Well, yeah. Trog said one of them. Which one's banned? Which one's banned in tournaments? Which one's banned in tournaments? Uh, the fucking Half-Life 1 scientist scream. That's a pretty good one. Mine is contemporary. It is world's loudest orgasm. <laughs> that's not a sound effect. That's a video. That's like a, that's a full body experience. It can be. I don't count the scientist scream either because like, I'm talking about like fully work. Oh, but you don't count audio clips. You mean like literal sound effects? Like a sound effect. Yes. Okay. One of my favorites is the, uh, from Dragon Ball Z, the like lightning crack, the, like the really high pitch. Oh, like, no, I, can't I hate imitate that it. sound. I Aww. love that sound. That sound makes my ears hurt. It doesn't make my it make there it, it makes it makes me feel powerful. Gives me flashbacks of watching to the five watching the five minutes go by, which was fifteen episodes, and just having that happen in the background the whole fucking time. I love that sound. It's so cool. That gave me such a headache after a while. Well, you're you're a weak baby. You're a, you're a dummy. I will defend my case. Because people are using World's Loudest Orgasm as a sound effect. It's true. He, he's not lying. That is true. You're kind of right. It's hard to argue. DC's putting it into their TV shows. Yeah, they're sneaking it. Someone someone at like the CW is like slipping it in. So, context for what that is. World's Loudest Orgasm, look it up. I don't. I can't explain it. It's, it's literally, that's what it is. Just look it up. That's literally, if you look up World's Loudest Orgasm, it will be the first result, I guarantee. But it, it is an iconic, a legendary clip. And f- f- there was some, like, shitty DC TV show nobody cared about. Uh, and a trailer came out for it. Uh, and at some point they use the world's loudest scream for like the, the apocalypse monster or whatever his fucking name is climbing out of 
this shell. They play the sound for like four seconds. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. And I wonder, do you think that sounds in the final cut? Do you think that sounds in the show? No. 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 Because they took down the trailer. They took down the tweet. That's true. Because people realized. Yeah, everyone was like, oh, everyone was was like, hey, we know what this is. We know what this is. You cannot get past us. Yeah. Uh, I would. It's too bad nobody could, like, keep it under wraps, you know? Just, like, let that gut get on TV and then say it. Then, then yeah. tell, them, tell them what they did. Make it irreparable. All right, so where were we? Sound effects. Uh, something about cold Saturdays. Oh, yeah, cold Saturdays. It's even cold in fucking Las Vegas. It's actually not that cold. I just kind of... I just kind of said that it's it's very nice out here. It's like 48 degrees. Yeah, I'm fine. Bullshit. It's like 20 degrees here. I went for a jog today. It was so warm. Does 48 degrees count as nice? Yeah. I guess if you're on the East Coast when it's usually 20. My ideal temperature is like 50 to 60. Fuck that. What do you it's so good. It's it's not even remotely cold. I was out I was out there running around in a t-shirt. Yeah, that's pretty good. I love me a nice solid 70. Yeah, 60 is pretty good. I prefer it whenever it's colder, though, because that means I get to wear a coat, and I need as many pockets as I can get, man. I carry so much stuff with me. What do you carry with you? Listen. Uh, okay, so I got my cell phone. It's a ZTE phone, which means it's fucking gigantic. So that that almost takes up a pocket on its own. Um, got my car keys. Uh, got my... Bluetooth earbud things, little Bose situation. Uh, I got my wallet. I have this obnoxiously big blue case to put my Invisalign retainer in. Um, and you really are loaded. Yeah. You're armed to the teeth at all times. Why don't you carry a suitcase? Not suitcase, a suitcase. fucking briefcase. A briefcase. A briefcase. A briefcase is worse to carry around than a coat. A coat is not being carried. Yeah, but a briefcase you can have in any weather and looks cool. No, it makes you look like a goober. You look it like dep- a goober. I think it depends on what you have in the briefcase. Like, if you... If I take a briefcase to lunch, I'm an idiot. Open up your briefcase and you have something lame inside, then you're lame. But if you open up the briefcase and you have something cool, then you look like you're, I don't know, probably still crazy, but... I've been conditioned by media to say that if you have anything other than weapons or top secret documents or like your briefcase is actually like some sort of device disguised as a briefcase, uh, anything outside of those three things, you're, you're lame. If you have your actual work in a briefcase, loser. Dumbass doing your job. Well, it depends on what your work is. What if your work involves weapons and government secrets? Oh, uh, then you're cool. Yeah, mine does. But don't ask about it. It's like, oh, oh, I'm a, I'm a attorney. I have documents in here. Boo, lame. Hey, you know, mini fridges are really cheap now. You can get a mini, like a, like a pretty small mini fridge for about twenty dollars now. Really? Um, yeah, I bought one for a Secret Santa gift. Wild. Whoa. What does this have to do with briefcases? Yeah, I'm getting to it. Okay. So, has anybody created like a portable? mini fridge shaped like a briefcase that just has a battery pack attached to it so you just you carry that around and just like huh so a lunchbox what a no it's it's (laughs) real it's real refrigeration it's not that cooler master shit Uh um so it's it's really cold in there and you get outside it's like huh it's a pretty hot day need to 
I need to get a drink, reach in, reach into my my cold case and bring out a sunkist. Oh, uh, I need to bring my leftovers to work, but the the company fridge is overstuffed with other people's garbage. Let me just reach into my cold case and pull out some tempura. I don't know. You can put anything in there. I feel like that's a Kickstarter waiting to happen, or maybe a Kickstarter that already happened. Possibly. So, knowing how refrigerators work, you need to, like, have a device that compresses and expands gas. Meaning that if it's the same dimensions as a briefcase, that's going to be a really, really small refrigerator. But it loops around to being cool, because I'm imagining someone who's just that boss... That they like have a this brief have this refrigerator disguised as a briefcase. They crack it open, and there's room for one soda. And it's like, yeah, this is just for this one soda. Get at me, hey, hey man, hey man, log log. I'm your friend. I support you and your ideas. This is stupid. Uh, yeah, let's go back to talking about the weather. Have you ever heard of an insulated lunchbox? That's not the same. That's not the same. Yeah, for one, an insulated lunchbox is smaller. And two, an insulated lunchbox does not generate cold on its own. Yeah. It's It's not a battery powered. It assumes the cold to be there. But why do you need to generate cold on the go? So that you can keep it chilled. Because you're that cool. You want it to be battery powered because you want it to look really cool whenever you like click it open and it like goes like whoosh. Yeah. Also, just imagine, just imagine just the raw appeal that you generate whenever you just like crack open a briefcase refrigerator and it just yeah. looks like a refrigerator on the inside and it generates like the refrigerator noise this also doesn't sound very eco-friendly it's a battery yeah and it just and it just and you just it's a car pop. battery <laughs> you, that you have to wear on your back and you have to attach cables to it and it's just for one root beer and you can just yeah. be like oh i love root beer i love root beer this much yeah i can imagine that it'll hold like two cans of soda and one plate of food but it does require you to wear a harness that is just a portable car battery because okay. it's not very energy efficient. Now, if I could do that, but as like a instead of like a lunchbox of some sort, it's um a hat. I could I could I what? could be down with that. Now you're just acting silly because that hat's going to have to be really what? tall and it's going to run into the doorways whenever you walk through. them. But hold on. I took my refrigerated food to work and ate it. And now on my way home, my car's not starting. Oh, perfect. <laughs> ah, now, okay. now we're talking. I'll just use my patented refrigerator suitcase car battery harness to, re- to just, <laughs> just replace my car part on the fly. I don't think... No, no. That would work. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like this idea now. A portable car jump starter? Imagine this. You go in for an interview, right? And maybe it goes well, maybe it doesn't go well, but... After the interview is done, you're like, wow, it was great to meet you, Mr. Johnson. I hope I hear back from you because I would love to work at Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> let me, can I get you something? And then you open up your briefcase and you have like, you got like, you, you, got, the, you got the extra drink. large version and there's three sodas in there, like three different kinds. And, and you're just like, hey, take your pick. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a rich man. <laughs> I can afford three different sodas. Grab what you want. I'm imagining someone showing up to a fighting game tournament and they play on pad, but they have that and they pull out a pad that's like ice cold and it's like, I only play on this. I can only play if my hands are chilled. 
You can only play if my if my fucking controller has a just a thin layer of moisture on top. A thin layer of frost. Look, my controller has to be chill because whenever I'm pulling off these PEWGFs, my controller gets so hot that it'll melt. That's how fast I'm playing. It ha- it has to be ice cold or else the electricity inside will explode. I either burn off the tips of my fingers or I burn off the buttons with friction. It needs to be chilled. Reduce the impact. Now that we have one uh, trillion dollar idea, who's got another one? What's your best invention that you can come up with right now? Fizz gun. A fizz gun? All right. Like, a, like from Gmod? Like a real ass fizz gun. Look, I can suspend my disbelief to believe in car battery harness plus refrigerated briefcase, but you can't tell me that you can invent something that can defy all known laws of physics. What's your plan, Gert? What's your blueprint? What's your blueprint? I don't have a blueprint. I'm just saying if someone makes it, they're a fucking, they're in the money. Well, they literally can't. Yeah, man. Oh, if someone makes an immortality pill, they'd make so much money. Yeah. Wow. But if you just like started a Kickstarter and said like, we're going to make the fizz gun real, give us money. Like now, <laughs> am I promising that it works or am I promising I'm making it real? You're just going to say, we're going to try to make the fizz gun real. And then if people want to give you money, they will. And then whenever the... It's over, and you you get your money, and you say, "Well, we tried." <laughs> and then they get a printed out piece of paper with it's just a picture of the fizz gun. That's like, here it is. It's real. I just thought of something, and it, it, and it's amazing to me that no one has done this. Make a Kickstarter where you say, "Okay, we need funding because we are going to research and invent the fizz gun, the physics gun from Gary's mod that allows you to pick up anything and suspend it in gravity." If, however, we are not able to. Uh, succeed in our goal. If we if we meet our goal and we don't manage to make the fizz gun, we will instead use the funds to create a handheld Slurpee machine or something like that. <laughs> like something totally feasible. What? Give them a second it's a option. Kickstarter for one business, masked as another. <laughs> well, no, but, but we're, what we're saying, what we're saying is that like this is the consolation. Like uh, the fizz gun, it's not going to work. We spent we spent three million dollars. We found out that you can't make things fly. Uh, so sorry, we're gonna now send, it's for we're, my we, but, we make, but you make a new invention that doesn't require nearly as much funding. The it's it's like it's it's your it's your safety net. Maybe that's what should go in the refrigerated briefcase. Yeah, <laughs> the handheld exactly. Slurpee machine. <laughs> it would just like att- just build the Slurpee machine into the briefcase. Ooh, that, but that's, I, that, that's what you need the briefcase for to keep your Slurpees in after you make them. Fuck Slurpees, though. Icy's is where it's at. Those are way better. Is there really a difference? It's all frozen ice. Yes, there's absolutely a difference. Icy is more of like a foam. Slurpee is more of like the, the slush. Uh, yeah, you're right. Imagine going to the restaurant and the waiter's like, listen, bro, we're going to try to make this food, but if not, we're just going to give you a hamburger. <laughs> we're not sure if you can do if we can do this one. But I know, I know a burger is possible. A burger is not impossible. But what if you're at, like, a Japanese food restaurant, and they're like, listen, bro, no guarantees, but we have these, it's not Japanese food, but we'll, we'll get you a burger. It's so a consolation food. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm not going to order a burger. You didn't order a burger, that's the point. You walk into a Japanese restaurant, and on the menu it just says, like, we will research how to make a new food for you, and if we can't do it, <laughs> we'll give you a burger. <laughs> I bet, I mean, hey, if, okay. But wouldn't it be cool to be the first person to eat, like, a new food, though? Like, how often do new foods come around? But what do you mean a new food? Yeah, what food? do you mean by new food? Do you mean a new recipe? Like a new recipe? Because that happens all the time. Yeah. No, because a recipe is just, like, it's all about the ingredients, right? I'm talking about, like, scientists are, like, doing some genetic weirdo freaky-deaky stuff. 
and they've like invented a new vegetable that tastes different from any other vegetable, and you get to be the first one to eat oh, well, it. Well, we did just get that Cosmic Crisp apple. That was kind of like that. Yeah, I guess that actually is kind of a new food, is the Cosmic Crisp what apple. But also, like, it's a new kind of apple that they that they genetically engineered. They just, like, made it? Yeah. Yes. Wow, this is a joke, but it turns out I'm actually just a fucking genius. I think it's meant to, I think the Cosmic Crisp is meant to, like, is meant to, like, beat out Red Delicious. It's, like, easier to produce, and it tastes better. <laughs> Wait, Wait well, beat out? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. I didn't know there was was a competition like it's competitive of course there is i i read i read something like that something along those lines i could believe it but that's like a weird fucked up future where it's like scientists are like being hired it's like fucking broccoli who like broccoli corporation has hired a team of scientists to invent new broccoli that is still broccoli but tastes just like celery but it's better and and fuck you, celery. It's not the same. Th- it's it's like you want to be the best candy by having like a certain like you want to be the best chewing gum by having right, a certain type right, of flavor right, and everything. Right. right. But I with understand. apples, it's like red. They want to be the best red apple on the market. But what does that mean? Like I don't. It's it's apples. <laughs> like not all apples taste the same. You ever yeah, have a green apple? Different. That's the point. I don't. Expect no, I know, but it's not want, a competition. When you think of a red apple, like what the apple you give a fucking teacher in a cartoon, that's uh-huh. always like the regular basic bitch red apple, uh-huh. right? Yeah. They want their apple to be the apple you think of when you think of an apple that's red. Yeah, they're trying to render the original red apple obsolete so that people can just forget how to grow those forever. Basically, yeah. And that's fine because red apples taste like shit. Right. How come we don't get this kind of competition? How come we don't get this diversity with other fruits and vegetables? People have been coming up with new kinds of carrots for decades. I've been reading about that shit since I was eight years old. (laughs) But they suck. Nobody eats a different carrot. It's true. I couldn't tell you two types of carrots. Baby and adult. They're always like, oh, we, we... We invented a purple carrot. We invented a blue carrot. But what's the point? What's the point of a purple carrot? I think they've gotten too bent out of shape over the color. What are you talking about? No, that's real. There's absolutely purple carrots. I don't the, but, believe you. But no one but no one wants to eat that. No one wants that. Yeah, they get too bent out of shape over making a new color of carrot. They should just make like a better orange carrot. Make a make a, an orange carrot that's so good that's so good is that we just go out into the fields and destroy all of the carrots that we have now <laughs> <laughs> fuck these things these these shits are these shits are trash and we just throw them into fires <laughs> just make it go extinct so here's the here's another thing like with the apple with the apple diversity okay you have like red let, let's say gala apples and granny smith uh-huh. those are like completely different flavors like we i want like sweet broccoli why haven't they done that why isn't why no do you want that? sweet broccoli because that'd be great. There's certain foods you eat for a specific taste. I want broccoli that tastes like chocolate. Okay, yeah. And I mean, when I eat a, when I want a sour apple, I eat a sour apple. When I want a sweet apple, I eat a gala apple. Like I, when I want a sweet broccoli, I eat a sweet broccoli. I need a sweet broccoli. Why would anybody on earth want a sweet broccoli? Because that'd be fine. I love broccoli. Because that all would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no fucking answer. It would be fine if this happened. I think it's too hard to deal with a broccoli because the broccoli is going to be way different if you cook it. <laughs> Like, you have no idea, oh, it's sweet whenever it's just raw and crunchy, but then we cook it and it tastes like an egg. Do you have any foods well, I do. that you love raw but hate cooked? Broccoli and carrots, for me, the mm. two that we're talking about right now. I fucking hate carrots if they're cooked. Broccoli, I mean, it's, it give her, like, 
I'll take it. I'll pass it if it's cooked. But like raw broccoli is so much better. It's the opposite for me with broccoli where I prefer it cooked than raw. I'm trying to think. And yeah, I don't think so. I think I prefer my food cooked. That used to be the case for me. That is like, oh, what what the hell is a cooked carrot? Move that away from me. But now I'm like, okay with it. I like a cooked carrot in a, in a super stew only. I like, that's the only time I like it. Like if you, if you, if you serve me a plate with like some oven roasted chicken and some, some steamed carrots, I'm going to throw it in your face. Like don't. Get that shit out of here. You don't they got butter on them. Why are you steaming your carrots like an idiot? I because I I don't know. I don't cook my carrots. I don't know how roast you do them. it. Ro- you're already roasting a chicken. Roast your carrots. Or then they're bad roasted too. What? I no. want that flavor. What? I want no that. Way. I want that flavor. I want that flavor hard and cold. I don't want it hot and soft. Carrots shouldn't be soft. But if you roast them, you can like put oil and salt and pepper on it. Yeah, the good stuff. Some spices. It'd be bad. A little paprika. Bro, I don't know. I don't know. The Chinese have a thing where. We, like, prefer everything cooked to raw. <gasps> I just imagine a microwaved carrot. <laughs> Wayne, you ate super beans. We're going to have to oh. rate this uh, podcast adults only after that. Oh, my God. Maybe you don't like cooked carrots because you're treating it like just just like slaughtering a cow and then just taking the beef and immediately just cooking it over an open fire with no changes. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're talking about like caveman cooking. You're just like this is this is a completely untamed uh cooked carrot. This has no seasoning, <laughs> no salt, no pepper, we no finesse. We, we, we just heat it. We we've heated it. Listen, I've I've never had a good cooked carrot. What? Like that's crazy. I bet all the carrots you ate were out of a can though. No, what? Canned you carrots? Never had, like stir fry? Yeah, the carrots come you can have sliced up oh canned my carrots. God, dude. You have Who the fuck would eat that? Who the fuck would eat that? You can have canned all vegetables, man. Who the fuck? Yo, I'm, I'm aware of that, but I've never ever seen or heard of anyone eating cooked carrots out of a can. I've never eaten canned carrots before. Me I'll, neither. I'll, I'll be honest. That sounds horrendous. When you don't have money, you don't have choice. Well, yeah, but I've never even seen it. I don't even see that option. Dude, carrots are dirt cheap. Why do you, you don't need to get canned carrots? Yeah, I feel like the can would be more <laughs> expensive. Like the like the yeah. aluminum to create the can costs as much as a carrot does. You you think that? A carrot costs like 30 cents at my supermarket. Listen, you guys keep keep your keep your shit. Keep your garbage. Well, I'm thinking keep your soft, mushy Gross, warm, cooked carrots to yourself. I'm gonna be over here reclining in my Roman chair, eating eating baby carrots out of a bowl, raw. Nobody said they were bad. An aluminum can costs more than a carrot, but an aluminum can full of carrots will last until the end of time. That's the thing. It's not a matter of like immediate use. It's like, oh, if I want carrots two months from now, well, there they are. Carrots also last a long time. FYI. <laughs> oh my god, you go to the you go to the fucking store. You go to the fucking store and you buy a can of carrots thinking, I want to eat these in two months. I have no idea how long a carrot lasts. That's kinda how I operate. It's like I don't know whenever I'm gonna eat these vegetables, but it'll happen. That's why I get canned tomatoes, is I don't know when I'm gonna want them. Certain canned vegetables are okay. If I want carrots, I will go buy them. I don't need to prepare. Isn't this isn't this the most exciting podcast? We're talking about produce. This is the dumbest fucking shit. Shit's heated. Shit's heated. Cooked carrots, bad. Canned carrots, bad. Gotta eat them raw. Gotta eat them cold. This doesn't even rate in, like, the bottom five conversations we've ever had. To be fair, Wayne, you just said canned, canned carrots, bad. You just found out they existed, like, 30 seconds ago. Yeah, you haven't tried it's, it. 
I don't need to. You're dumb. You're a fool. Get this man off of here. Are they Are they raw? Are they raw? Take him away. Technically, yeah. Are they pre-cooked carrots? I know you're doing it wrong because you automatically associate carrots with being mushy, and that's how I know you're doing it wrong. That's how you cook them wrong, as if they're mushy. Yeah. Well, they're soft. I don't know. They're not supposed to be mushy. I eat no mushy veggies. Yeah, like a... Like, a good cooked carrot is still crunchy. Yeah, you ate them fucked up as a kid once, and now you just associate all cooked carrots with that. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So everything you know is based on a lie. All right, the carrot mystery is solved. Moving on. Moving on. Wayne's a, Wayne's a carrot idiot. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was literally about to say the same thing. I was going to say Wayne is a certified carrot idiot. Hashtag carrot idiot. <laughs> go on to Twitter. Uh promote our podcast with the hashtag at Wayne Radio TV and call hashtag him. carrot idiot. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. I know every single one of you, one of your heroes is Bugs Bunny. Did you ever see him eat a cooked carrot? Yes. No. He does it all the fucking time. Get out of the call. Get out of the call. <laughs> Remove from group. I just kicked Gur out of the no, group. <laughs> you don't do that. Now somebody has to add him back. I'll do it. Don't worry. He could be saying anything about us right now. And it's only going to show up on the recording, and we're never going to know. So anyways, uh, a new game has taken the world by storm in this past two days, and it's something that I like to call World of Horror. Yeah. Uh, If you watched Wayne's stream, he played that on stream uh, a little while ago. And I watched that for about an hour, and then I muted the stream and bought it because I was going to play it myself. Very good. I missed out entirely on what that is, and I don't know anything about it. It's fucking cool. It is a, like, it's not really a, it's very hard to put into words because it's so many different things. It's an adventure game. It's a turn-based RPG. It's a horror game. It is a, like, a text story. It's it's all kinds of fucking things. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's kind of like those uh, point-and-click, those really, like, I guess, like, 90s Japanese PC games where it was, like, point-and-click yeah. adventure stuff. Except it is, they call it one bit because it's, you know, like black and white, but you can change it to have like a couple colors if you want. So two bit, I guess. Um, It's got uh, a Junji Ito inspired aesthetic and kind of graphical direction. Um, And yeah, it's, it is like a mishmash of a couple of different kinds of genres of stuff and it makes it pretty fun. and. Honestly, it, it it reminds me a little bit of a game that I like and nobody else ever plays, ever, called Sunless Sea. That is a game wh- where you just do text-based adventure stuff on the, on the open sea, and it's just got a fun little creepy aesthetic. I will say that I feel like it's not really that scary, though. See, um, once again, can I, say I disagree. That I have not played this game. I have not played World of Horror, but I love this game. Because whenever I hear my friends talk about it, it doesn't sound like they're describing something that's real. And it sounds like they're trying to make me think that this game exists when really it doesn't. Because there's – yesterday, I don't even remember the exact conversation. Cigarettes. But I, I believe between uh, Log and our other friend Kami, uh, they were talking about how, oh, yeah – uh, this character, this character is is worse because he he already starts out addicted to cigarettes. You don't even have to give him a cigarette; he's already got a nicotine addiction. And <laughs> that sentence in itself 
just played straight sounds like the funniest thing I've ever heard. We were talking about that, and then I said, oh yeah, like, I got so unlucky in this run, I got brain damage twice in one investigation. <laughs> I got holes twice. I got holes, I got a curse of holes, and then a, and then a hole victim put more holes in me. Like, it does not sound real. It sounds like my friends are playing a fun prank on me to make me feel like I'm crazy. Oh, we are. The prank is so elaborate that we paid someone to make a game. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to them adding more content to it and maybe balancing it out a little bit because there's one character that's way stronger than the rest. But very good. It's $15 right now. Check it out. Still haven't played around with any of the other characters. What I did on the stream is all that I have done. I got I got fucked over. It's a it's a fantastic game. I got fucked over though because there's a mechanic that just ends the game if a bar fills, and it happened right at the end of the game. Aww. Yeah, being a horror game, you like it's okay if your game's unfair if it's a horror game. Yeah, because it's supposed to be. You're supposed to feel full of despair. Anyone else play anything interesting? Dark Souls San Andreas. I just. Finished streaming that for five hours, but I don't really have anything to comment on because it's just Dark Souls One. I uh, I reinstalled Guild Wars Two. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a weird I, one. I don't have anything to say about that. Are you having fun? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Oh no, I I don't. I don't think you are. What do you mean you don't know? I don't are you just, know. I don't. You're just going through the motions. I think Guild Wars Two is like it. It's like. MMO Ambien, in a way, where it's like you just turn it on and you lose long tracks of time and you don't really feel like you've been doing anything, but three hours have passed and you're just there now. You're like, what's the combat in that game? How is it different from, like, WoW? It's really not. That's the thing. Why are you? That's like, that, that, to me, that's, like, incredible that you're playing it because, like, that's your biggest gripe. I'd say it's, like, a shittier so version of Terra's combat. It's like yeah, in between, yeah, it's like, I would say that it, it falls in between WoW and Terra, where there's like more to do than just press your skills in order, but it's not like an action RPG. So it's like engaging enough. Honestly, I reinstalled it because I don't have anything else to play right now. And it had been like six years since I last turned it on. So I just, on a whim, decided I'd give it a try. And I don't dislike it, but it is just really slow at the beginning where the only thing that you can really do is just run around and do world content. It was something that really disappointed me because I, I distinctly remember because I played it whenever it first launched. Um, I, I remember getting like just so irritated because I opened up the map and I started looking over the map and like a good 60% of the map was stuff that had like names and like, labeled areas of the map that didn't actually exist in the game. Really? Yeah, it was like, oh, the, 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 uh, the, the Sunstone Desert, the, uh, the Land of the Cats, so, so, so on and so forth, Vanderbilt, Tony, Tony's Tots, uh, there was just, like, like, every, just, almost the entire map was just filled with, like, continents and areas that, it sounds like they exist, because why would these labeled locations not exist in the game? But they were not in the game. I played Guild Wars 2 for 30 minutes, and I turned it off, and I never turned it back on. All I knew about Guild Wars was my friend in middle school played the first one. That's it. I feel like Guild Wars 2 falls into the MMO trap where it's like, people say like, it's the end game that you play for, right? Like, it's it's the cool dungeons and raids and stuff at the end. But the problem is, 
in order to get there, you have to slog through leveling, which involves just like running around and filling up hearts, which are basically just quests where it's like, yeah, do these little mini activities in these areas to get XP. And I don't know, yeah, it's just on. like that part sucks. But like, Dude, it gets better it, after 152 hours. I know, and like... Or you can pay $60 to skip the game. Right, and I mean... Do they do that in Guild Wars 2? Probably. But, I mean, there are games out there that I like that have that same problem. Like, Monster Hunter, the older ones, have an incredibly slow beginning. But it's like... So, it's stuff like that that makes me want to stick around and, like, grind it out to to get to that late game. But, man, I don't know. It's just not very engaging i won't even say that it's not fun because it's like it's too mindless to not be fun right like i don't gain enjoyment but it doesn't detriment me in any way which is why i said it's like it's like a fucking sleeping medication version of a video game where you just kind of like don't think about it at all and you just do it the only mmo i ever played to like level cap was fucking Star Trek Online. I could not tell you why the fuck I did that. You wanted to meet the aliens. I, I liked having a nice collection of funny little spaceships, I guess. There's got to be a company that cracks the code of just getting back to that that MMO where the journey is the game instead of the end game. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, I know what it is, right? Because this is what Eve does, right? The, yeah. You make a game like that by making a just like a set of finite resources that people fight over. Like, just, alright, there, there's one of this thing in the world, it's hidden out there, go and find it. If you find it, other people are going to want to take it from you. Like One Piece MMO, they gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the closest thing to that was... Uh... Was when EverQuest tried to make that MMO where you could just claim plots of oh, land? Oh yeah, that EverQuest MMO that never came out, and, and then it never they never finished it, and it, it shit the bed, and they shut down. They didn't actually make the MMO though. It was like no, they didn't get that far. It was like a game about building, and that was it. It died before it got to the MMO part. Yeah, yeah, I played it. I played it for a bit. They were reaching way further than they should have because they were like, okay, we're gonna release this game. Where you get onto the server and you build, and then you're you're building the world that will become the world for the game we're actually making. It's like uh, too much. Then guess what? It never went anywhere. That's too ambitious. You gotta you gotta make the game yourself. Don't let people build stuff, but just hide just hide like limited yeah limited cool things all over the place so that people can you know feel like they got something special. I I don't play that game. I just kind of like hear about it every once in a while. I, I and 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 like if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But um, the last thing I heard was they like really like people aren't happy. Not in a bad way. People aren't happy because. In Eve now, in their latest expansion or whatever, aliens have just invaded and they're just fucking everyone up. Because <laughs> aliens from another universe are invaded with, like, alien technology and just, like, destroying everyone. Uh, I think what you're thinking of is, uh, not Eve. Really? What is it? What am I thinking of? It's that other game. It's the fucking... Oh my god, what is it called? It's, it's like a long... Club Penguin. Yeah, no, it's called Penguin. Fortnite. None of the people who design MMOs ever get any good, unique ideas. Like, I remember, and, and when they do, it's barred behind too much shit. Like, 
I remember when I was a kid, I found this MMO called, like, Archlord, and uh, it was made by, like, Codemasters, I think, the people who made, like, that grid racing game. Uh, and the main the main gimmick of the MMO was that, like, when you reach the end game, when you hit, like, the, the higher levels, you could participate in, like, a large-scale PvP battle with, like, pretty much everybody who plays the game. And, like, the winner of that battle or whatever, or whoever claimed the objective, I never got there, I don't know what the fuck it was, was, like, made, like... The, they became like the archlord of the entire game, and then you had to kill them to take their title or something like that. Oh, elite but, uh, dangerous! Never got to see what that was, but that like like that's a cool idea for an MMO. But then like, no, no one played it because nothing else was interesting about it. The um, or then you have like Vindictus, which has cool combat, but nothing else about it is good. The yeah. entirely shitty. Otherwise, I think the problem is like WoW happened. I don't want to like point at i don't want like i don't even play mmos so like it's kind of shitty for me to point at wow and be like oh that's the one that ruined it because i think that's what everyone says but like i think after wow came out like people just tried to model themselves after wow and like people stopped trying to come up with crazy ideas for themselves that's been a well-known factor into why mmos shit the bed for years yeah like because like because you're like oh why don't they do crazy shit like you gotta look at the old MMOs. Like, I remember, like, hearing a story about, like, the way Asheron's Call worked. I think it was Asheron's Call. Was, like, the world had, like, the world was, like, fucked up because of, like, magic or something. And so, like, every week, the, like, server, the map would refresh and, like, think, like, natural disasters would just happen. So it's like, oh, you can't finish this quest because a hurricane hit this town. And, like, you you can't you like the npc you need to talk to is gone and like they would just do that and that that sounds cool but oh well i think the only thing that's really gotten a good balance between like player choice and creativity and having having like an overarching world that you live in is fucking dark rp <laughs> Dark RP. That is not Dark RP. Is no, not an Dark MMO. RP. Is- yes, it. Yes, it. You could be a gun dealer. <laughs> you could. You could be <laughs> a hobo. It's an MMO like a TF2 server is an MMO. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot of choice. It's like it's the kind of thing in my head where it's like it all boils down to just like you need a few major things for an MMO to be good. You gotta. You you can't lock the good stuff behind a bunch of grind. You have to have an interesting enough like world and you need to have like fun gameplay. And I just feel like there isn't any MMO out there that can like hit all those. Nope. Like it just doesn't happen. Nope. There's MMOs with fun gameplay and boring ass worlds and there's MMOs with really fucking cool stories and cool worlds and the gameplay is click W and move forward and collect item and return item and it's just fucking miserable. You forgot to press one. Excuse me. One of the reasons I decided to reinstall Guild Wars 2 is because like I always did like the world of Guild Wars 2. I I think that's a cool setting. It just sucks that the early game is just really dull. It's really just not much to do. (sighs) The best MMO is RuneScape. Yeah, RuneScape Mm. is wild. Too bad I will never play it again. Yeah. yeah, it's not. I don't think it's good to play, but it's the best MMO. Yeah, like I have a love hate relationship with RuneScape that I can't quite explain unless you give me thirty minutes. I think that RuneScape almost does what I describe in that it has 
I mean, it's it's so old that it has just like a bunch of just the bizarre shit, and the journey is the entire game because yeah, <laughs> getting all ninety nines. The journey is the entire game because there's nothing at the end. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's not really anything at the end. Getting all ninety nines is kind of pointless. There's a cape. That's literally it. There is a cape at the end of RuneScape. You farm for the in-game item that's worth a thousand real dollars, then you sell it, and then you're done with the game. Yeah, and you got, exactly. And you got a thousand dollar paycheck for thousands of your hours. Yeah, yeah. You, you go around and, and do whatever you want. It's got a bunch of like free-form quests that you can kind of approach in whatever way you want. Like, you can go and do them as you please, as yes. long as you have, like, now, a certain I, yes. baseline of requirements. RuneScape has the best quests in any MMO, for sure. Like, RuneScape quests are great because they are, they're not, at, at no point during a RuneScape quest do you just have to arbitrarily, like, kill 15 kill 10 goblins or whatever. Yeah. It's always, like, crazy fucking storylines and shit that plays more like a weird point-and-click adventure than a MMO quest. However, the detriment to those quests is that 90% of them are not doable without a guide. Oh, they're like, completely you have to... obtuse. That's, like, the point-and-click <laughs> part of it, is, like, it is just yeah. completely obtuse. It's like, fucking, I'm, I'm rubbing this rope on everything, trying to figure out what thing I need to use it with to progress yeah. this quest in any meaningful way. But also, because of it's, like, it's age and old systems and stuff it it has that kind of like just historic moments sort of situation that makes mmos like legendary i think it's true like the fucking like you mean you mean like stuff like the falador massacre like yeah like fuck like just all kinds of bizarre events that happen in the history of a game that are like the the kind of thing that Bungie tries to do with Destiny two and completely and fails, fails to do over and over. Yeah, it's like all right, oh Falador Massacre. Oh, somebody figured out how to train up a bunch of like idiot level one characters in this game to be like chain reaction bombs to kill anyone that he wants. It's yeah. like uh, stuff like that. Final Fantasy eleven also had that kind of thing where it's like oh. We nobody can figure out what's at the end of this castle because everything just kills like everything in it is will just kill you instantly. We'll just make a swarm of people just bum rush through this to figure out what's at the end. Shit like that. Yeah, I like stuff like that. Like no one plays RuneScape to be like, I will play RuneScape. I have yet to meet a person who plays RuneScape to be like, oh, I can't wait to do this quest and level up my character and become strong. It's like. No, I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be weird and I'm only gonna level up one skill and I'm gonna keep everything else unleveled or it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, do a pyramid scheme in RuneScape. <laughs> you know, like you know, like or like it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do what logs or what log said, which is like I'm gonna like play on multiple accounts so I can like kamikaze people in pvp on on multiple kinds like it's always weird shit like that there's a youtuber who rp who like rp'd as a goblin and like his own rules for himself was he could only beg for things And, like, he would just ask me. He got membership. He got a bond to get membership because he asked and someone actually gave one to him. And he was like, oh, thank you. I'm just a goblin. RuneScape is a game where... Yeah. 
It's because, and that's because RuneScape is a game where if you don't make your own fun, it's not fun. Like, yeah. they're, like the gameplay itself of RuneScape is not satisfying at all. It is literally like click on a rock, click on a tree, click on a goblin. Like, it's not like there is so little user interaction that you have to make your own fun or else you'll go crazy. Click on a man and every once in a while he hits you in the head. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. That's our RuneScape talk. Uh, just to wrap up our video game thing, I've been playing Tekken. I ha- <laughs> I've I've bought yeah. I've bought new video games with the intentions to play them. I haven't even touched them because I just love I just I just love inflicting psychic damage to people in Tekken. My favorite thing that I've ever pulled off, and I've like when I sense it, I, it it's weird. It, when I sense it, I can do this. I try it, and it always, it almost always works. Where I just run forward <laughs> into my opponent, and they hesitate, and then the moment they do something, I just counter hit them and destroy them. Fighting games are good at that. Yeah, they're good at inflicting psychic yeah. damage. Yeah, when you got your opponent so scared of you that you just like melt their minds. So, talking about fighting games before, uh, Scrap asks, favorite fighting game move? Which is pretty open-ended, because there's a lot of fighting games and a lot of fighting game moves. I like the punch. That's yep. a great answer. Anybody have a real That's answer? That's legitimate answer, because he doesn't play them. That's uh-huh. fair. Like, I'm trying to think, and, th- I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into, like, a really good move, but I feel like the, the end-all, be-all for me is uh, uh, Alex's power bomb in Street Fighter? I I think that I think that like all right, it's a it's for one, it's a command grab from like a guy that isn't just like overwhelmingly huge. So it, uh, but then also that it's hard to say. Like command grabs in Street Fighter from characters that aren't like the designated grapplers, like the like from like the the medium sized beefcake guys instead of the super huge Zangief type motherfuckers <laughs> are awesome. Like Alex's power, Alex's power. Ugh, I'm getting hit by one. Alex's <laughs> power bomb uh, is really cool. The animation is cool. And I think the guy that voices him in third strike in five really sells. It. I'm pretty sure it's different guys, but they really sell it. And it's like a power bomb and shit like yeah. that. It's awesome. But also uh, able um, in Street Fighter 4, change of direction. He just like grabs yeah. you up and starts swinging you around like you're a That's pillow. That's a good one. He's it, it's that one is also Abel has like, a, like I like all of Abel's specials and like even his fucking step kick is good. Like yeah, so Abel's command grab is awesome, but Alex is I feel like Alex is the way to go just because he is more permeating. Like he's present in more games and more people. Uh, know about Alex. Can you guess mine? Um, I'm gonna guess it's probably. I was gonna say yeah, either no. probably like a throw. I was gonna say one of them. I, honestly, Shining honestly, Wizard, maybe. Honestly, I think I was going to say like Giant Swing or Shining Wizard or Geese Howard Perry, but no, I think my favorite fighting game move is from Blaze Blue. 
Really? I think my favorite fighting game move is Iron Tiger's magnetic command grabs. That's like the stupidest shit. Oh, uh, pretty good. The one that they added in Central Fiction is fucking stupid because he's invulnerable. Yes. Invulnerable <laughs> command grab that pulls the fucker to you. It's like it's 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 just so good. So much fun to hit someone with that because it is just complete bullshit, but you just you have that tool. You are free to use it. But otherwise it's like Shining Wizard, Giant Swing, East Howard Perry. Raging Storm is pretty fucking good. I'm a gremlin, and what I think best fighting game move are the funniest fighting game move, and even though I'm not a Mortal Kombat player, just the concept of Bo Rai Cho farting on someone as an attack <laughs> is funny to me. Like, like this is a Hey, this is the this is the most balp answer that he could have done. I'm very proud it's, of him. I I think it's so fucking like I'm s I feel bad for laughing at it, but I think it's so stupid that I think I have to have that as my answer. Like imagine a fart that smells so bad it hurts you. <laughs> <laughs> like it does damage to you. Like it has to like imagine smelling a fart so bad you have to go see a doctor. That's great. I love that. I love that answer. From a game that you have that you haven't played on a character that you've never touched. T-Hawk. It's T-Hawk. It's absolutely, it's absolutely Tomahawk. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's not Tomahawk, but like, man, it's hard to narrow it down, but I think it's just because Street Fighter 4 is the first fighting game I like tried and like learned and like was like, oh, this is what a quarter circle is. And like, God, I just fucking loved, I loved T-Hawk in Street Fighter 4. He has (laughs) so many just like, funny good moves that i could pick as my very favorite but i think i think my favorite one has to be his ultra two which is the anti-air super command grab because it's not in any way more useful than his ultra one in fact it is like strictly worse but whenever you just get the hardest read on someone that it's like you're going to jump in and i'm going to kill you for it it's it's such an amazing feeling when you hit that. Yeah. I think that's that. It's either that or it's or it's tomahawk. Tomahawk's just too. Or, or sorry, not tomahawk, but uh, condor dive. Condor dive is too. Condor is dive. Too yeah, fucking that's it. fun. I can hear this, this fucking voice reverberating in my head. Condor dive is great, especially because you can jump backwards and do the ex one, and everybody forgets that you can do it while you're jumping backwards. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, like. Favorite fighting game move is one thing, but definitely the most satisfied I've ever been playing a fighting game is, one, whenever I did Abel's one-frame step-kick combo (gasps) against Mira online, and two, whenever I just did a random jump and decided, I'm going to do Siberian Blizzard, and (laughs) and the other guy just jumped right into it. I just realized, I just realized, my pick was wrong. Because I didn't think back to my origin. You said that Street Fighter 4 was your first fighting game. My first fighting game was Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And my favorite character in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was Mike Hagar, the mayor from Final Fight. Uh, and he had a super called uh, Rapid Fire Fist, I think was the name of it. And it was just this move where he does, like... Uh, you you do the super and he just goes, can you handle it? And then he just punches you in the gut once it locks you in place. And then he punches you in the gut over and over and over like, you know, like a machine gun blow type thing. But the way the move works is 
you can do like 60 punches with the move if you can mash enough buttons during the duration of the super. However, in order to get the max number of punches, it hurt to press the buttons that hard and that fast. Like you literally like I couldn't do it on a regular basis because I literally would just like fuck myself up if I if I consistently did it. And rarely could I ever even pull it off. Uh, it was fucking incredible. It was an awesome move. And I hate that Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was bad and that they also did Hagar completely dirty and he's like a fucking monstrosity. Uh, but I, I digress about that. I'm sorry, that's my favorite fighting game move. We should do a question that Gur can be involved in because Gur has no input yes. in a fighting game. Yeah, I'm basically totally silent for the next like 15 <laughs> minutes. Here is. All right, no, I wait. I wait. Oh, hey, go for it. I just realized, Gur, what's your favorite Dragon Ball Z move? There you go. Oh. They got you. That's that why because that fits because that because that could be in fighters or Xenoverse. What's your favorite Special move from Cannon. Dragon Ball? Special Beam Special Cannon. Beam Good Cannon pick. That counts. Cool. That Good counts. Pick. That's it. Firing a fucking drill is pretty cool. I like all of Raditz's moves from the Budokai games because he didn't actually do anything interesting in the show, so they just had to make up names. So they gave him dumbass names like Double Sunday, and he's kept those ever since. Yeah, they never. They just decided. Yeah, they gave him moves named after the days of the week. This is what Raditz does. For some reason, even though he didn't, like, do anything specific in the show, he's just named all of his moves after days of the week. Whatever. Fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it, who cares? Fuck it, whatever. Uh, Alex Simpson, also known as Copyrighted Dad, asks, What is your dream atmosphere, aesthetic, or location to live in? Where would you like to live if you could live anywhere? Hmm. Like, would I have to... Would I have to reap the consequences of this place, or is this, like, best-case scenario location? Let's say best-case scenario, because my pick will be fucked over if global warming is as bad as it's probably going <laughs> to be. What's your pick? Uh, Hawaii. I would love to live in Hawaii. That's a pretty good pick. I, I would love to visit Hawaii. I would not want to live there. Enjoy paying $5 for a half quart of milk. I don't drink milk, so joke's on you. <gasps> That's also not the question. Like, you're only picking a place for the climate. Oh, what? is that what? That's no. not, n- no. That's not what the question is. What? Oh, I'm stupid. What? <laughs> What's your favorite temperature that you'd like to live in? Like, that's not what the question It was 72 degrees. It was atmosphere, aesthetic, or location. And uh, I want to live in Hawaii, and I want to go to the beach, and I want to run in through the waves. I want to live there. All right. I'll go back to Florida. If we're talking about, like... I'm not going to Florida. What the fuck? I, I don't have to reap the consequences of my choice. Like, it's just, like, I I have an infinite amount of money and resources and, and manpower. I want to live in, like... I want to live in a place where it's, like, a Mayan temple. <laughs> I, I want the outside of my house... To, to look like a fucking, like, ancient Mayan temple. You want to live in a fucking ziggurat? Yeah, but then you go inside and it's, like, <laughs> fucking dope on the inside. It's, like, yeah, the, the most amazing mansion you've ever been in. But it, it just looks like a... It looks like some fucking Legends of the Hidden Temple shit on the outside. I mean, do you want, like, ruins? Like, how they are now? Or when they were in their prime? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, Yeah, no, not like... Well, I don't know, actually, because on one hand, it would be cool if it was like, oh, yeah, this is my fucking secret ruins base where I have all the secret video games. But also having your house be like a Mayan temple in the heyday of, of the Mayan civilization would be pretty fucking cool, too. Just move into the Bass Pro shop 
pyramid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I changed it. I want to live in the best pro shop pyramid now. That's actually just the aesthetic that you're going for. Yeah. No, it's not the same. I don't want lures. I think my uh, my global warming safe pick would be, I don't know what it's called, and I'll never know what it's called, but there's a specific mountain in some European country that is just in covered in just like lush green grass. There's not much like in terms of like trees or anything. It's a huge mountain. It's full of it's covered in goats. Like if I could just live up there. You talking about the one that was in fucking the sound of music? I don't know. Maybe. If you if you if I saw a picture I could tell you, but I don't know where it is. Uh log, what's your pick? There's a lot of pictures. They move in sequence. It's called the sound. I think I would like to live uh at the top of a tower overlooking a cityscape. That'd be cool, too. See, unless you can teleport me down to the bottom, I don't want to have to go up an elevator every single time I want to go see, to my house. I don't, I don't care about that. Um, I would just like to, you know, be able to look out a window and just see, like, all the lights below and stuff like that. I want to live in Geese Tower. Hey, that could be good. I think it'd be cool to live in a tower overlooking, like, a futurescape. Like, That'd be you cool. know, th- the year 3000, some Jetsons shit. See, I actually do. If if I had to live in a tower, I would want to recreate Geese Tower because that like temple at the top with like open air is like really fucking cool. Got like a pagoda on top of a tower. If hurricanes stopped being a thing, I would definitely pick where I used to live in Florida, but I would have infinite money and I would give myself one of those. I would build like a dome home. You want Sandy's tree hut, tree dome? Like biodome. Not 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 glass dome. I mean fucking like cement dome. What? what? <laughs> cement dome. What? So you cement? can't like see outside of it? There's no sun? No, I'd have like a like a like a circle around the the, the ceiling, like a sky sky Like view. a giant skylight. Oh, so you yeah. want the Teletubbies home. <laughs> I guess. This is yeah. sounding like like you want to build like an arena to do like the most dangerous game type shit in. Like, I've created my own dome with a jungle inside, and I will pick people off the the street and hunt them for sport. So this sounds like you want the Teletubbies base, except you Uh, want it, like, adult-sized. I would live in the Teletubbies base. Bro, you get the tubby custard machine? You get that, like, living fucking robot that'll, like... Bro, the Teletubbies place was cool. It was, like... Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was, like, built into the side of a hill, like, it's fucking Lord of the yeah. Rings, but it's, like, a future alien spacecraft on the inside. That's pretty, yeah. that's a cool aesthetic. The Teletubbies are fucked up. They had a sentient vacuum cleaner, and I don't know why it needs to be sentient, because all, like, what what would a sentient vacuum cleaner do for you, other than just be, like, sad? Suck up your tubby custard. Yeah. Yeah, it just has to clean up your shit. He can dispense tubby custard with a fart, and he can clean it back up. That's all it does. I'm pretty sure. Uh, That's all I do. Did Balp say his? No. I... Hawaii would be pretty dope. I don't do super well in the heat, but Hawaii would be cool, because I am a sweet summer child, and I would and I would just, like... I would probably just wake up and blast Tacho Yamashita... Yes, that's literally why I want to move to Hawaii. (laughs) That's literally why I picked Hawaii. But I also like Log's idea. I think I'm, like, the the problem is, like, Hawaii sounds cool, but I think I'm too much of a city slicker. I think, like, mine is actually obtainable. Uh, I'd have to be rich, but it'd be obtainable where, like, if I just lived in, like, in, like, a really high place and I could overlook, like, a city like New York or something, I'd be happy. I think I like the Northeast too much, like, as cold as the winters are up here, 
the spring and the autumn, like, oh man, fall. Fall New England makes up for it. I love it. Nice. I pick, my my final answer is Mother mother Base. Mother Base. Okay. I want to live in the Mushroom Kingdom. Mother Base is a pretty good answer. I want to go to Green Hill Zone. If I could combine all three of my answers, that would be my ideal. I want a cityscape in Hawaii, and I want a penthouse with a pagoda on top, like, like, and like I, Geese Howard. Yeah, Geese Howard's there. <laughs> uh, I changed my answer. I want to live on the Fortnite Island. I want to live on the farm. Uh, pretty easy one. Favorite variant on French fries, as in curly fries, waffle fries, sweet potato fries, etc. Steak fries. Yeah, I've already been over this. Is curly fries? Gotta be curly. Yeah. Curly number one. Curly is very strong. I don't always want curly fries though. I feel like we only we only judge best. Based off of the best variety of a fry that we've had. When... Uh, That makes sense that I can say my favorite is the thing I've had. Well, see, the thing is, like, people are probably saying curly fries because of, like... Because there's places that have good curly fries, like seasoned curly fries. Because the best fry I've ever eaten was a curly fry. But the thing is... Uh Uh-huh. Other kinds of fries can be just as good. Yeah, but my favorite has been a curly fry. So, I mean, I don't get what your fucking point is. I don't know. It's like... Long is asking us to imagine fries that don't exist yet. You were, we talked earlier. We were talking about new food. Let's think about. What- I'm just saying, like they're all they're all the same item, but with a different seasoning on them. But there's no real reason why a curly fry should taste the best. It's just because people always put the same seasoning on the curly fries that is better than a standard fry. But it doesn't taste the best, though. So If you put the same seasoning on a steak fry or a wedge fry... Oh, that's an idea. ...or any kind of fry, it would taste also as good. And, like, I've, like, like I've, had, I've had the same kind of shit on, like, a steak fry. Or, well, actually, a wedge fry. I like the curly shape better, though. So, hold on. Now I need to get into the, the like, the machinations of curly fries. So, obviously, yeah, you have the curly fry, like, seasoning. But, like, they're also, like, a different color. What's that about? Like, cook differently? They hmm. also have a pleasant shape. I think that might just be the seasoning. Yeah, it's really? the seasoning. And it is, uh, it's, the, it's, the se- it's the batter they use. Yeah, yeah, batter. There's batter with it, too. The, like, well, not all fries got batter. Do they? No. How do Most you Most fries are just, you just fry them. Fries. You never just like you never just seen you never seen them just dice a potato and dump them in the fryer like that. You could just that's, that's how you make fries. That's just what you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If curly fries have batter, then that's the difference. Favorite fries that exist: uh, sweet potato fries. I just like the taste better than regular potatoes. Sweet potato fries are pretty all right, but I don't prefer them to regular potatoes. Favorite type favorite fries that don't exist. I want them. To have like a combination onion ring sweet potato fry, I want them to cut a sweet potato in like a circular shape and like put one on top of the other, coat both in batter and fry them. I want that with a regular fry, but yes, that sounds great. Oh, onion rings are good. I think they should make a carrot fry. Shut up! Shut up! Next question. That actually probably tastes pretty good. Before we move on, uh, I will say I did look up curly fries. I believe the difference might simply be that. Curly fries have a lot of paprika. Paprika's fucking delicious. Yeah, and you can put paprika on anything. You could, but they don't. If I would, if I'm just going purely off the best fry I've tasted, the best fry I've tasted was a wedge fry. You know what? That paprika thing explains why one of my favorite chip flavors is paprika. Because it's just like a curly fry in chip form. Fries you normally would just put like salt on, but... 
curly fries got like paprika, salt, garlic powder, onion powder, cayenne, mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. like that. I love every one of those things. So I want my idea of like combination onion ring sweet potato fry and then you dust that in paprika. Paprika and sugar and oh and some cinnamon. What, sugar? No. What? No, no sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a sweet potato. Yeah, I would eat it. So I'm not going to put cinnamon and sugar on it. Oh, you're dumb. You ha- you have like a million dollar fair food right there and you're not even going to acknowledge it. Sentient asks, what's the maddest you can remember being at a video game level? Mario Hoops 3 on 3. Really? Wait, it was yeah. specifically the final boss of the airship? Yeah. I got so mad I bit my 3DS and left a permanent mark. <laughs> <laughs> I have mine. The most pain and strife that I have felt from a video game level is from Star Fox Adventure. When I was a kid, I really wanted to play that game. I thought it was really cool and weird and interesting. And there was a level very early into the game. Like this is before you get the dinosaur companion. So like very like right at the start, there's a level where you go to a snowy mountain and you have to race on like on like a like a snow speeder down a mountain away from two like dinosaur cops and I could not fucking do it. It may it had me so mad. I was like ready to like smash my GameCube as a little boy. Like I was I was like crying. I was like I it literally had me in like a full on fit. I was so mad. I just couldn't do it. I tried it over and over and over and over again. And I literally had to wait for my brother to visit from college months later for him to beat <laughs> it for me. I could not do it. And I would love to I would love to go back and play that game just to see why was that so hard for me? I, I, it couldn't have been that hard. Like, it was... Maybe I'll stream Star Fox Adventure. It's a terrible game. Mine was also a GameCube game, and mine is proven verifiably bullshit because it's the last fucking mission in Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watching Jerma do that was yeah. so bad. That fucking mission is so bullshit. I was fucking playing that game in tears Leaving bite marks in that fucking GameCube controller, furious as a fucking child could be. I'm just imagining 12-year-old Gurge is, like, fucking, like, snot-nosed, tears down the face, like, literally looking like the fucking Zoomer image that, where they're, like, fucking crying, just holding the controller. Every time that I failed that mission for the fucking millionth time, I fucking whipped around, smashed my face into my bed, and screamed as hard as I fucking could. (laughs) I was so fucking angry. Log, how about you? Log, you're a very zen person, so I'd love to hear your answer. Not quite in these situations, but uh, whenever it comes to single-player games, the only thing that I can think of is uh, Ruin Sentinels in Dark Souls 2. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It made me so mad at that game. I thought maybe I should just like delete this character and start over with a different build or some shit like that. Or maybe I should just delete the character and wipe this game from my account. But yeah, that that was like the worst fucking boss I've ever played against in my life. I played so many shitty and like difficult video games as a kid that by the time I was in a like older I was very zen when it comes to games. Games don't make me mad anymore. And I had this locked away, because I forgot. I forgot about this. I play a lot of hard games. Like, I I had, like, there was a, uh, there was Super Mario Brothers for the Game Boy Color. Like, it got ported to the Game Boy Color, but once you beat the game, you got, like, Super Mario Lost Levels. I played that. That was hard as shit. Uh, I had, 
a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror game that was really crappy and ergo it was really hard because <laughs> like the platforming in it was terrible and like it was just a shitty game and like it, it didn't have saves you needed to put in a 24 like 24 character password to pick up where you left off that was shitty uh but the game that I had locked away in my mind that I can remember now that made me so fucking mad I had, um, I think, like, the second Mega Man Battle Network game. For a little kid, that game is brutal. Because it's brutal on two levels. A, that's a deck-building game. I don't know how to make a good deck. Like, a good, like, it's a combination deck-building game and RPG. So, like, it isn't like, oh, you can just level up and you're strong. Like, no, you need to, like, grind for these cards. And you need to use them right. And, like, play this, like, action RPG sort of thing. And the bosses in it, some of the bosses were so fucking hard. And, like, to play it when you have a shitty deck, I was, like... Some of those boss fights made me so miserable. I would spend, like, weeks just fighting one boss because my deck sucked. I was a little kid. I didn't understand. And, like, I think the final boss... I remember now. The final boss of that game was the game that made me do a headstand and slam my head into the ground. <laughs> Forgot about that story. I I could never remember what game made me do that. I remember now. That was that game. <laughs> the final boss of the second Mega Man Battle Network game made me so angry. I like put down the Game Boy. I put down my Game Boy. Did like a headstand and like slammed my head into the ground. Well, there you go. Now you know. I still fucking hate Mario Hoops three on three. That game had a killer soundtrack though, for what it was. Fucking. Fucking Final Three Fantasy on. team Three. cheaters! How do we end this Three podcast? Um, uh, that's how that, that was the theme song for that game. I have it memorized. Um, Let's all sing the Mario Hoops 3 on 3 theme song. I never I hey, know oh shit! Oh shit! There's a penny yeah. on the ground! Oh, oh fuck. Well, I guess we have to run away from the penny now. I guess this is how we're ending the podcast. <laughs> Well, folks, you know, normally I would say that we didn't know where we'd begin, but we know how we're going to end it. But we knew how we started this one. We broke we broke free from the chains of the title but this time But we don't around. know but how yeah. we're going to end it. We I don't know how it. we're going to end it. We, oh, we dropped the ball. We, we picked up one ball, dropped the other. You either get the start or the end. You don't get both. There's only room for one ball in each hand. All right, well... You know what? Once again, thank you for listening to this episode of Where Do We Begin? Uh, the uh, If you want to see more content from this group here, you can check me out on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash TV. We're all active on there. Uh, the uh, And if you want to hear more of this podcast, you know, go ahead and click the button if you're on a streaming app or but search Wayne Radio TV on any of your favorite websites like Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. It's all there, baby. Uh, the, um, I would also like to plug the discord. If you want to ask questions, we have a discord. You can join. There's a hashtag podcast questions channel in there. The, uh, drop your questions in there. We read them. We answer them. We get the info out to you, or you can email us. We do have a Gmail account, which is where do we begin? Q a at gmail.com. Uh, the, uh, if you have any questions that you don't want to join the discord, feel free to send them in. Uh, the, uh, and we have a few other things that we'd like to promote. Go ahead, guys. I'm the resident artist of visual arts. Um, I make a comic called Gather Ye Power. Uh, check that out. Google it. It's the top result always. And 
actually, there, there's two places that I put it, uh, Webtoons and Tapas. Normally, I don't really care about which one you go to. But now, click on the Tapas link, because starting tonight, I have the ability to make money off of that one. So, yeah, check that out. It's got powers and tricks. A and rat. A, and a whole lot of fun fun There's times. a rat. Yeah. There's ten whole chapters. Chapter ten is out now. Yeah, it's just out came out. It, I gotta go it, read it. It just came ready. out a week ago. I'm guessing that's when this will come out. I'd like to plug... Um, I don't know. You ever, like... You guys like music? I'd like to. I'd like to plug... Full House. It's a great show. Go watch yeah. it. You uh, Listen to music and vote. That's my plug. Vote, vote Bernie. Plug into the podcast. Don't give a shit. Look for Balp on social media and YouTube. B-A-A-U-L-P. I'm, look, for, look for me. I make videos. Keep an eye on him. Coming to, the, coming to a stand-up stage near you. Yeah, and you can literally just search Mastigar and I'm generally the first result for everything. No, you'll find Invader Zim. That comes up first. Yeah, uh, but anyways, hopefully. thanks for listening, and look out for that penny. <laughs> oh, Gert died. Damn, the penny killed him. 